Hello, people of Earth and Spotify listeners. Welcome to this week's one day delayed at home Medimly Madness podcast episode. A big round of applause to all those hardworking medical workers out there. Happy birthday today to Rachel Bartson, Amy Adams, singer Robert Plant, actor Andrew Garfield, rapper Fred Durst, Demi Lovato, weatherman Al Roker, and actor Ben Barnes. Today is the debut anniversary for 1989's Saved by the Bell TV series, 2010's Piranha and Nancy McPhee Returns, 2004's Garden State and Without a Paddle, 1999's Mickey Blue Eyes, Emily McLean, Carol Engelman, Mike Rippey, runner Usain Bolt, the late SpongeBob creator Steven Hillenburg, actress Hayden Panettiere, movie actress Loretta Devine, and the late country singer Kenny Rogers, who passed away last year, all have birthdays tomorrow, August 21st. That day also marks the date in 1987 when Patrick Swayze and Jennifer Grey had the time of their lives in the hit film Dirty Dancing. Sorry, folks, I couldn't resist doing that. It's also the debut dates for last year's The One and Only Ivan, 1942's Bambi, 2014's The Giver and God's Not Dead, 1998's Blade, the very first Marvel movie, 2009's Shorts, and 2019's Ready or Not. Charles Leader, comedian James Corden, wrestler Jay and Jimmy Uso, Ty Burrell, Kristen Wiig, TV actor Israel Brossard, have birthdays August 22nd. Have mercy, yesterday was John Stamos's 58th birthday. He shares his birthday with Matthew Perry, the late fashion designer Coco Chanel, singer Christina Perry, Bill Clinton, Queen Bass's John Deacon, and rapper Romeo Miller. August 19th is also the debut anniversary for 2011's One Day, Spy Kids' All the Fright Time in the World, the Fright Night remake, and Conan the Barbarian, 2018's... The last, shark sh- the last Shark NATO, It's About Time, 1993's Enter the Dragon, 2005's The 40-Year-Old Virgin and Red Eye, Kubo and the Two Strings and War Dogs, and the huge Ben-Hur flop from 2016, and 1993's Mr. Mom. Wednesday, Susan Garfield, Megan Wilburn-Stone, Robert Redford, Jody Brakely, Andy Samberg, the late aforementioned actor Patrick Swayze, Christian Slater, and Edward Norton all had birthdays. August 18th was also the debuts of 1995's Mortal Kombat, which I talked about in April when the remake came out, and The Babysitter's Club, 2000's The Original Kings of Comedy, the 2016 show The Tick, 2019's Snakes on a Plane, and The Illusionist, Mid-Cape Sports coach John Lopes, Ari Kochavi, actor and new dad Rupert Grint, YA writer John Green, actor Chad Michael Murray, actress Marley Matlin, actor Stephen Fry, and Dave Chappelle all have birthdays August 24th. 
Disney may have a new series on its hand after sci-fi comedy adventure Free Guy beat box office expectations and scored 28.4 million here in North America to take the box office crown. It was only expecting a about 20 million high score. It took another 22 and a half million overseas for a global high score of 51 million dollars. For moviegoers, the victory comes at a time when moviegoing remains severely hurt by the pandemic and concerns over the Delta variant of COVID-19 have uh, halted a lot of moviegoing. It's the seventh best, best opening of the pandemic, but actually the best opening for original film. The enthusiasm for Free Guy, which was a totally theatrical release, was enough to lead Reynolds to announce on Twitter Saturday, Disney wants a sequel, saying, and after three years messaging hashtag Free Guy as an original IP movie, Disney confirmed today that they officially want a sequel. Woohoo! Hashtag irony! Last week's champ, the Suicide Squad slid harshly, dropping 70% in its second weekend. Youch! After its 26.2 million debut, the Suicide Squad, Suicide Squad redo pulled in only 7.2 million for Warner Brothers, bringing its total, its two weeks total to owed only 42.9 million. Double ouch! Disney's Jungle Cruise landed in third place in its third weekend with nine million dollars. Its worldwide total is 150. $4.3 million. Did you know that Gossip Girl Serena Van Der Woodson cameos as a player's avatar who gets points for brutality? The character is played by Blake Lively, who happens to be Ryan Reynolds' real life wife. This is the second video game themed film to be written by Zach Penn after 2008's. Ready Play, 18th Ready Player One. And Sean Lev, director Sean Levy's daughter appears as a video game playing Free City. Now, before we... Now, I have some news regarding two film franchises. Fast Saga fans, you might want to buckle up for this. There's an official release date for the next Fast and Furious film. EW announced August 17th Two months after the long-delayed launch of F9, Universal City Pictures have set a release date for the 10th and penultimate installment of the Fast Saga. The Justin Lin-directed vehicle will arrive April 7, 2023. Star Vin Diesel previously revealed to EW that filming would commence in January 2022 with there seemed to be a possibility of Fast 10 and 11 being filmed back-to-back to wrap up the billion-dollar franchise. Just wait for 10, Diesel teased on EW's Binge the Fast Saga. Let's just say, the fact that you guys know that the studio is saying we can't cover all the ground that needs to be covered in just one movie, you can only imagine what is to, what is to come. 
It's expected that the usual suspects like Diesel, Michelle Rodriguez, Jordana Brewster, Tyrese Gibson, Chris Bridges, and Sun Kang will return. But two of the biggest fast size stars have either have been either non-committal or committed to being done. New addition John Cena told EW ahead of Fast Nine he wasn't allowing himself to think about the future of his character John Jacob Toretto. While fast favorite Dwayne Johnson is officially out with the, due to his beef with Vin Diesel. Johnson recently declared, I wish them the best of luck on Fast 10 and Fast 11 and the rest of the Fast and Furious movies they do without me. Deadline.com announced August 16th, Sony Pictures Animation Hotel Transylvania Transformania will bypass the theatrical run, running instead, upping instead to stream on Amazon Prime, The Hollywood Reporter has confirmed. Amazon Prime offered no comment when contacted about the possible deal for Hotel Transylvania 4. The latest chapter of the Hotel Transylvania series franchise from creator Jenny Tarkovsky has an ensemble voice cast that includes Andy Samberg returning as Johnny, Selena Gomez, Katherine Hahn, Jim Gaffigan, Steve Fusemi, Molly Shannon, Chris Spade, and Keegan-Michael Key. The film is set to be the latest major studio tentpole to launch on a streamer amid the ongoing fallout from the pandemic. With the box office back and running, this summer's theatrical release calendar is especially crowded when it comes to family fair. And the Delta variant has put another headwind in the way of major, the major studios. Hotel Transylvania 4 was set to hit theaters in October. Batter up, Field of Dreams fans. Eonline.com announced August 16th, if Peacock builds it, they will come. The streaming platform announced on Monday, August 16th, that the Oscar-nominated 1989 baseball film, Field of Dreams, will be adapted into a TV series on Peacock. Per a press statement, the updated Field of Dreams show will reimagine the mixture of family, baseball, Iowa and magic that makes the movie so enduring and beloved. While there has been no official word on casting, fans can only hope that original leading man Kevin Costner returns to the fantasy baseball diamond in the cornfields. Variety.com declared August 17th, Kristen Stewart's Princess Diana biopic Spencer has nabbed nabbed a November award season bait date. Meant open last year to coincide with the 20th, 5th anniversary of Diana's death, the film, also starring the talents of Jack Farthing, Sean Harris, Sally Hawkins, and Timothy Spall, will open November 1st. Going up against Marvel's internals on Tom Hanks' sci-fi pick, Finch. I really hope the studio knows what they're doing when they're releasing it on November 1st. Fifth against Eternals. Oh, did I say that out loud? The website stated the drama takes place during a few days after the over the Christmas holiday in 1991 when this, at the San Ringham Estate in Norfolk, England, when Diana decides to end her marriage to Prince Charles. The website also announced yesterday Anthony Mackie is returning for the fourth Captain America film. The 
The site said Mackie first appeared as Sam Wilson, a.k.a. the Falcon, in 2014's Captain America and the Winter Soldier, and reprised the role in five subsequent movies in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. After Chris Evans, Steve Rogers passed on Captain America's shield at the end of Avengers Endgame, Wilson officially assumed the mantle over the course of the Disney Plus series, The Falcon and the Winter Soldier. In April, Variety reported that a fourth Captain America movie was in development, with Spellman handling the script alongside Fawz staff writer Dallin Musson. No director is attached yet. Is yet attached. Now, before I ha- go into this week's news releases, I have some not so great news and great news to share. It is my sad report to announce the news of Japanese actor and martial arts master Stoney Chiba's passing. It was reported yesterday the 82-year-old, best known for the Kill Bill movies in 1974's The Street Fighter, and one of the first actors to get his stardom through martial arts, cast of COVID complications earlier this week. So sorry to be the bearer of bad news, Funky Brewster fans, but the revival is not coming back. EW.com announced yesterday Peacock's revival of the beloved series has been axed after just one season. Marking the streaming service's very first half-hour half comedy cancellation. Yikes. Earlier in the week, it was reported that the entire country of New Zealand, the home, location home for The Hobbit and Lord of the Rings films, among many others, is in strict total lockdown mode. I hate to break this to you, BTS fans, but they're not going to be going on tour. TheHollyReporter.com announced early this morning K-pop supergroup BTS has scrapped their fan, their Map of the Soul World Tour because of insurmountable logistical difficulties related to the coronavirus pandemic. Our company has worked hard to resume preparations for the BTS Map of the Soul Tour, knowing that all fans have been waiting eagerly and long for the tour. The band's label, Big Hit Music, said in a statement released Friday, Due to changing circumstances beyond our control, it has become difficult to resume performances at the same scale and timeline as previously planned, it added. Therefore, we must announce the cancellation of the BTS Map of the Soul Tour. BTS has been trying to tour in support of their fourth album, Map of the Soul 7, since spring 2020. But pandemic-related delays have stretched on indefinitely. In much better news, the HollywoodReporter.com announced Tuesday, congratulations are in order for Scarlett Johansson and Colin Joss, the couple who tied the knot in October 2020 after dating for three years, have welcomed their first child together. The Black Widow star gave birth to a baby boy. Her Saturday Night Live husband confirmed the child's arrival in an Instagram post. Okay, okay, we had a baby. His name is Cosmo. We love him very much, she wrote. 
Earlier this week, it was also announced that she, along with Brian Cranston, Hope Davis, Jeffrey Wright, and Liev Schreiber, have joined the growing cast of Wes Anderson's untitled new film. E-Online reported Monday the Flash star Grant Gustin and his wife, Andrea L.A. Tom, Tomfa, became parents with the recent arrival of their newborn daughter, Jennifer Grace Louise. Speaking of growing families, this actress Tessa Thompson's family, my mistake, actress Tessa Palmer, Teresa Palmer's family grew by one this week. Ian, the website declared yesterday, on Thursday, August 19th, the 35-year-old Australian-born warm, dot, warm body star posted a carousel of precious Instagram photos to announce that she and husband Mark Weber welcomed daughter Prairie Moon Palmer on Tuesday, August 17th. Introducing our daughter, Prairie Moon Palmer, who was born just as the sun rose on Tuesday morning, 17th August, surrounded by her siblings who are absolutely enamored with her. Teresa wrote, She joins Big Sib's two-year-old Poet Lake, seven-year-old Bodhi Rain, and four-year-old Forest Sage. The stork is adding some extra stops to his already packed route in a few months. The biggest new baby news came from eonline.com today. Stormy Webster is about to be a big sister. The three-year-old parents, Kylie Jenner and Travis Scott, are expecting their second child together in 2021. E! News has confirmed. While this surprise baby news may come as a shock to some, Kylie and Travis have been leaving us clues all along, as eagle-eyed fans have pointed out during her secret pregnancy. The exes first sparked rekindled romance rumors after a steamy photo shoot in October 2020 and receiving special matching butterfly tattoos soon after. Paging Grace Sloan Memorial Hospital, Grey's Anatomy star Kelly McCreary, who's played Dr. Maggie Pierce since the show's 10th season, is going to be a first-time mom. She's due with her first baby with director Pete Chapman. After enduring a terrible miscarriage, singer Michelle Branch is having a third baby. And yesterday, it was announced that Jason Statham and Rosie Huntington-Whiteley are due with a second baby, making their four-year-old son Jack Oscar a big brother-to-be. Our fate is in their paws. Now in theaters and on Paramount Plus, for no extra cost, is the computer animated family film, Paw Patrol the Movie, starring the voices of Will Brisbane in his acting debut, Yara Shahidi, Kim Kardashian, Randall Park, Tyler Perry, Kingsley Marshall, Keegan Headley, Dax Shepard, Jimmy Kimmel, Shay Simmons, and Lily Bartlett. Chase, Guy, Rubble, Marshall, and the rest of the Paw Patrol is on a roll with their first big screen adventure. When their biggest foe, the evil Mayor Humdinger, becomes mayor of nearby Adventure City and starts causing chaos, Ryder and everyone's favorite rescue pups kick in to high gear... 
to face this challenge. Well, in the city, one of the pups must face his past, and the gang finds new allies, a new ally, the smart dachshund Liberty. Together, with, armed with exciting new gears and gadgets, the gang fights to save the citizens of Adventure City and stop Humdinger. Can they do it? This is the first animated feature film debut of Dax Shepard and Kim Kardashian. Did you know that Dolores was originally going to be played by Jelena Garofalo, but she was replaced by Kardashian? And Simone Biles, Jewel, Holly Marie Combs, Katie Holmes, Brianna Densky, Kyla Pratt, Marlo Barkley, Michelle Branch, and Sky Sweetnam were among those considered for the role of Liberty before my sire Martin got the part. This is also the very first animated feature film based on a children's media in the 2020s. Also, in theaters and um, and a month-long simultaneous release on HBO Max is the science fiction film Reminiscence, starring the talents of Chew Jackman, Rebecca Ferguson, Tondiway Newton, Cliff Curtis, Marina Del Tavira, Nico Partner, Parker, Daniel Wu, Mojin Aria, Brett Cullen, and Natalie Martinez. In the near future, Nick Bannister lives in a Miami flooded by rising seas and is an expert in a dangerous occupation. As a private investigator of the mind, he has a machine that offers clients the chance to relive any memory they wish. His life changes when he meets a mysterious young woman named May, and what starts as a simple matter of lost and found quickly becomes a heated love affair. But when a different client's memories implicate her in a series of violent crimes, he must dive through the dark world of the past to uncover the truth about the woman he loves. Did you know that Tandy Way Noon and Angelica Sarafan both star in HBO's Westworld TV show, created by Lisa Joy and her husband, Jonathan Nolan? Joy is Christopher Nolan's sister-in-law. Hugh Jackman starred in 2006's Prestige, which was directed by Nolan and co-written by Jonathan. What's also neat is that, according to IMDb, Rebecca Ferguson and Hugh Jackman both starred in 2017's Greatest Showman, while Ferguson and Curtis were co-stars in 2019's Doctor Sleep. And theaters now is the psychological horror film The Night House, starring Rebecca Hall, Stacey Martin, and Sarah Goldberg. Grieving from her husband's unforeseen death, Beth is alone in the lakeside home he made for her. He, she tries to keep it together, but then the haunting dreams arrive at night. <laughs> Disturbing visions of an unseen presence in the house call to her, beckoning. But the harsh day life makes any proof of a haunting vanish. Against her friend's advice, she begins digging into his, into his belonging, desperate for answers. What she finds are secrets, both terrible 
and very, very strange. Also, out in theaters August 20th is the action thriller The The Prodigy, starring Michael Keaton, Samuel L. Jackson, Maggie Q, and Patrick Malahide. Anna is the world's most skilled contract killer, having been rescued and raised as a child by legendary assassin Moody and trained in the business. But when the man who's like a father to her and taught her everything she needs to know about survival and trust is killed, she vows revenge. As she becomes entangled with a mysterious killer whose attraction to her goes well beyond just cat and mouse, their meeting turns deadly. The loose ends of a life spent killing will weave themselves even tighter. Did you know the film wasn't shot in Vietnam, which is where part of it takes place, but in Bucharest, Romania? Speaking of Samuel L. Jackson, not only is he in theaters this week, but his film The Hitman's Wife Bodyguard just came out on DVD Tuesday. The June 16th release, which was an action comedy starring the talents of also Ryan Reynolds, Selma Hayek, Frank Rilo, Antonio Banderas, and Morgan Freeman and Richard E. Grant, made $69 million when it was in theaters. Four years after 2017's original film, the world's most lethal odd couple, Hitman Darius Kincaid and bodyguard Michael Bryce are back on another life-threatening task. Still under scrutiny, Bryce is forced into action by Darius's even more explosive wife, the infamous con artist Sonia Kincaid, after she saves him from murder attempt. The trio get in over their heads as they uncover a terror plot by a vengeful, powerful madman. Did you know that though the film was partially set in Greece, the movie wasn't even filmed there? And Morgan Freeman character first appears after 50 minutes of screen time, which is over halfway through the film's runtime. Coming to Netflix within the next two, the next week are two very different original movies. Debuting today is the action thriller Sweet Girl, starring Jason Momoma, Isabella Menken, Lex Scott David, and Michael Raymond James. Devoted family man wants justice against the company responsible for pulling a potential life-saving drug off the market just before his wife passes from cancer. His mission turns into a quest for vengeance when his search for the truth leads him to an encounter that puts him and his daughter Rachel in harm's way. Coming to the streamer August 23rd is the 2D dark fantasy anime film The Witcher, Nightmare of the Wolf, starring Theo James, Laura Pulver, Graham McTavish, and Mariel McDonald. The film, a spinoff of the popular series The Witcher, centers on the origin of Geralt's mentor and fellow Witcher, Vesemir, as he starts his own Witcher odyssey. Speaking of The Witcher, while the anticipated season two doesn't drop until December, yes, I know that's a long wait, Witcher's fans, Variety.com reported some exciting news for Witcher fans Monday. The Witcher Blood Origins, Netflix's live-action prequel series to the fantasy show starring Henry Cavill, is growing its cast even more with 10 new cast members. Miriam, Marin Mack will play Merwin, Lenny Henry 
both will play Valor. Jacob Collins will play Aragon. Lucy Annis will play Zakar. Who Novelli will play Callan, Brother Death. Francesca Mills will play Madoff. Amy Murray will play Fenric. Nathaniel Curtis will play Brian. Zach Rottweil will play Sinindra. And Dylan Moran will play Uthrock One Nine. Sarah Gorman, Cursed, The Last Kingdom, and Vicky Jusen, Close, Born of War, will each direct three episodes of the six-episode limited series. Set in an elven world 1,200 years before the world of The Witcher, the prequel series Blood Origins will tell a story lost in time, in, lost to time, including the creation of the first prototype Witcher and the events that led to the pivotal conjunction of the spheres when the worlds of monsters, men, and elves merged to become one. It was announced yesterday that Mindy Kaling's Netflix show, Never Hide If I Ever, is coming back for a third season. And to end the, to the show, hold on to your hats, Manifest fans. Comingston.net reported yesterday, it has been two months since it was previously confirmed that Netflix had decided to pass on the opportunity to revive Jeff Rakes' popular sci-fi drama Manifest after it was suddenly canceled by NBC. And now it looks like the fan-favorite series might still get its second chance after all, as the fight for its survival continues. Due to this first season's impressive performance on Netflix, Deadline brings word that the streamer ultimately restarted negotiations with Warner Brothers Televisions for its potential fourth season renewal and is currently nearing the final stations of negotiation. Because of this, Warner Brothers TV has already started making deals with the cast and writers for its potential revival. However, it's stressed that the negotiations between Netflix and Warner Brothers TV are difficult because of complex factors involving Netflix wanting to also acquire the global rights to all manifest seasons. What will happen? That's all for right now, my loyal fans. Until next time, remember to wear your mask, wash your hands, and watch lots of movies, whether it's in in theaters, on DVDs, or streaming services. See you soon, my minions. Bye.